Welcome to Muller Time. What's up, man? How you doing? Doing very well. After uh, working a 12-hour day, I just treated myself to a little Hannity. Oh, I saw <laughs> that on your television screen. What the heck's wrong with you tonight? Yeah, every every uh, every four weeks or so, I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll flip on a little Hannity. So, of course, he's flipping out about, you know, the usual. I was going to turn on some Fox. I think um, if you all listened to last week's episode, our, our post-election night episode, I was going to like you know take a victory lap by watching fox i i just i didn't want to do that the next day it's like i don't want to watch this crap yeah i'm in too good of a mood yeah exactly yeah yeah speaking of which man so the uh the blue wave is still rolling in flipped another another senate seat today yeah yeah we flipped the senate seat which was huge and then a couple house seats which yeah. is amazing and uh, i believe there's still one senate seat up for grabs and if that happens it's in florida right um, you know what, man, I'm, it's, it's been kind of a long day. I'm not sure which, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Well, now if this one happens to go to the Democrats, that means that the Republicans lost the house and they did not gain anything in the Senate. Yeah. 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 And there may be, uh, like I said, I, I've tried to follow, I follow the house races a little closer. So if there is another Senate, I may have missed that. It's a lot of fucking shit to follow, mm. but Yeah. Yeah, they're, the Florida is still, of course, being Florida, mm-hmm. they're still rocking the recount thing there between uh, Bill Nelson and um, and what's his face, the bald, you know, Rick Scott. Yeah. So that guy's uh, so creepy looking. <laughs> but yeah, he looks like RoboCop or something. But you know, the big thing being when, when that night happened, the election, uh, you know, some people were freaking out a little. It's obvious that, and then by the end of the night, you knew it was a blue wave, mm-hmm. but it's still going. Yeah. We flipped. Dana Rohrbacher's seat. Oh, I prematurely called that last week when we were recording, I think. Um, I read somewhere that he lost, and then it it wasn't actually decided yet. Well, yeah, Dana Rohrbacher, who has been in office in Orange County since the 80s, is out. Yeah, 15 terms, done. Not a coincidence it happened right now. Think about that. He won all those terms, yeah. but he lost now because his constituents knew that he wasn't around, and they knew... Uh, the Russia thing hurt him too. Yeah. And um, that part of Orange County went for Hillary in 2016, which is crazy to begin with. That That's Orange County, home of the John Birch Society. That is as Republican as you can be. It's Reagan country. And they went blue. Yeah, we also flipped uh, Daryl Issa's seat. Daryl, yeah, that's right. Issa lost. Yeah. Well, he he basically like had retired. Mm-hmm. But in any other year, his whoever... Oh, he didn't run, did he? He didn't run, but his who, the person who did run should have won. Right on. It's Flip. as good as it's as good as beating him. Flippers. And we the, like we like flippers. Right. We like <laughs> flippers. Um, and the reason he didn't run was because also because he knew he was going to lose. Yeah. So they ran some other bozo. Actually, I'm not even sure who it was, and they lost. Daryl Ice's biggest accomplishment, by the way, I'm not sure if you knew this. If you ever uh, happen to accidentally lean against an expensive car, uh, you may have heard his voice telling you to back away from the car no way yeah he <laughs> no i remember that that's daryl ice's voice that's how he made his fortune i parked in the beverly center once in their parking structure i can't remember what vehicle i was parked next to i did not touch the vehicle i got out of my car and the car started telling me to get away from the car that's, not my car the car was parked next to you that was daryl ice so he that's, <laughs> i didn't touch the car my door didn't hit that car Wow, that okay, that I just love it now. That's that it's Daryl Ice's voice doing he, that. He founded that company, which name I'm blanking on. Yeah, and it <laughs> it's called like Viper or something. I Ste- had I had no idea. Yeah. Wow, that's happened to me. Step away from the vehicle, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is actually kind of cool. Like I'll give it to him. Like he was kind of an interesting guy outside of politics. Like 
at least at least he actually made his own business and you know did, he actually did something mm-hmm. unlike you know the jackhole in chief or his whatever. business was not dis, uh, you know designed to be fraudulent no no he created a product which i mean you saw it. they they got your ass in the in the well, Beverly Center. Hold on a minute. You can't say it got my ass because I didn't do anything to have my ass gotten. Well, listen, you... Getting out of my car and getting yelled at by an inanimate object, I did not deserve that. I, <laughs> like like Clint Eastwood once said, and Unforgiven, <laughs> deserves got nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. Step, what movie is that? Uh, Unforgiven. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, yeah. It's all okay. right. Yeah, we, gotta, we have a couple... We have a movie list that we're going to... We got to get you. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can... I'm trying to think... I'm always trying to think of like sponsorship ways maybe we can get Muller time listeners to sponsor some 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 movies for you well I, i've listened to podcasts where um netflix is the sponsor that they read at the top of the show oh that's great yeah i was just trying to think of ways to get you free money like they would buy you movies well or you know i'll i'll take that 11 dollars a month back <laughs> that i pay into netflix so look, bucks how much am i paying i don't even know what they're charging me now yeah, yeah it, it went up recently mm-hmm. so it looks like it's Muller time with oh. one <laughs> Jerome Corsi, it is Mueller time. Mm-hmm. Now, I heard uh, Natasha Bertrand from The Atlantic throw a little water on that tonight. She was on uh, with Chris Hayes on MSNBC. Well, what they were, I saw that. What they're saying is that because Jerome Corsi is the one saying that Jerome Corsi is going to get indicted. Um, on Infowars, by the way. Right, yeah. right, exactly. And I, and I respect that because Natasha Bertrand is a, very, is a great mm-hmm. journalist, and, and she wasn't the only one. Mm-hmm. But I did a lot of thinking about it, and yeah, he's going to get indicted. I, I hope so. Now, the other thing, though, that she was hold, uh, hanging her hat on that he was kind of making it up is that um, when he made his little announcement about, oh, I'm getting indicted, then he kind of plugged his crowdsourcing legal defense fund. I was so, thinking yeah, about... Yeah, it's just a cash grab according to... It's a possible cash grab according to Natasha Bertrand. It's possible, but it, it's it's a strange way to make money, and, and I don't think he's ever... To, I mean, although he is all about the money... I, to my, the best of my knowledge, I've followed him pretty closely. I don't think he's ever uh, tried to get money before uh, in that way. Well, he's never had quite the opportunity to get a lot of money that way. It doesn't. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm quite sure that he's he's going to get indicted. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were making fun of him, um, of course, I on MSNBC because when he was giving his little speech on his Infowars show, he kept using uh, the phrase, to the best of my recollection, a recollection whenever he was trying to say, mm-hmm. well, maybe, did I, I don't know, to the best of my recollection, I did not speak with Julian Assange. Yeah. yeah that, the best of my recollection. Right, the yeah, key no, phrase. no, he's, look, I'm sure he wants some money, as always, but he's, yeah, he's really just trying to get out ahead of this thing. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's what I think. It, it's, not, it's not believable to me that, because I heard a few journalists maybe saying that, mm-hmm. It's just not believable that that and how much money are you? Like I understand that you're going to raise a little bit, but I don't see that being worth that. I, I think the guy probably is fucking scared, and he got on. Yeah, you know, hey, that's what you can do now. Get on YouTube, you know, blast that shit out to your followers. It's like a, try mm-hmm. to feel better. Well, that, that's the whole playbook for everyone on that side. Right, they all beg and ask for money, and they're shameless about it. They're doing nothing different than what we're doing here. And, you know, sure, we would like to get money, but we're not going to sit here begging you for cash. We're not setting up GoFundMes to say, hey, pay us. That's what everyone on the right does with their websites and their news sources. And it's just, yeah. We are going to do that, but just not No, not we're going to go get a sponsorship, which is the way it's done. We're not asking our listeners to reach in their pocket and hand us money, are we? Are we doing that? Well, Corsi oh, is... I guess uh, we're not now. <laughs> Corsi is, uh, yeah, this dude is... 
this dude is definitely going to get indicted. Yeah. And what a what a beautiful thing, because he, of course, he is the father of all the dirtbags that we have to deal with now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is the father figure. I mean, this guy, this guy, Swift Boat Veterans for Truth. That's him. Yeah. He created the birther thing. He did. I, that's right. He's credited with that. T- no, but Hillary did it. Hillary started it. It wasn't him. Talk about poetic justice. Donald Trump is president because, well, mostly because he was on TV, but also he launched his political thing, whatever he this is, by the birther thing. Yes. And now the guy who created it is going to prison. I mean, yeah. that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. What a great news. Yeah. Well, they're all going to prison. Did you hear that new Ice Cube song, Arrest the President? <laughs> amazing. <laughs> amazing. And- I was actually thinking about queuing it up, but then I was like, no, everyone heard it. We have it on our Facebook page. We linked it on YouTube. Ice Cube, Arrest the President. He, he drops an N-bomb in there, and it's just it's a, song. It's a great song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah he, uh, he called him Russian intelligence. Yeah, that, that was, N-word is Russian intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was pretty amazing. Good, Really good song, actually. Yeah. The verses, uh, uh, it was weird, though. Like, the verses seem separate from the chorus. It does. I mean, uh, I played it for some of my uh, uh, hip-hop-minded friends, and they I have to agree with this criticism. It sounds dated. It definitely sounds like 90s West Coast G-Funk. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. The whole, like, crip-walking part and all that. Yeah, that's just... That's a little dated in the hip hop world right now, but I, I'm giving Ice Cube a free pass just for the the verse that we just mentioned. Yeah, and I'm not I don't listen to that much hip hop, but I I'm, I know music, and I didn't when I listened to it. I just my impression I didn't I didn't feel dated. I, it felt like actually right now. Uh, yeah, well, the point you just made though, where um, the other verses that aren't about Trump. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a feeling that Cube had this song in the bag and then just came up with this and just threw it in there. The the arrest oh, of the president part. That's kind of what it sounds like to me because the other parts have nothing to do with Trump. <laughs> Yeah, Snoop went to the White House too. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> Smoked the blunt on the sidewalk outside. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, man, Corsi. Uh, so, so Jerome Corsi. I, I mean, this guy. You can just Google him. He actually lives in my home state of New Jersey. Um, I think he lives near Bedminster, where you know. Of course, he does. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's been a lot. He's been involved in a lot of bad stuff, and he's in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. The key thing that they seem to be focusing on, because all these guys are like tough talking about, you know, like they, they they make like Roger Stone created his own reputation, but none of them seem to want to admit who was the, who actually was really the link between the Trump campaign and Russia. That's what they're all lying about. Yeah. Because they don't like, like these guys don't mind saying that like I received stolen data or like they don't even mind saying like I, I don't think they would even mind saying I got files from WikiLeaks, but what they, what they're all lying about is... <laughs> Because that that they're trying to be like, hey, I'm a journalist. Like I receive things. That's not illegal. But they all seem to be lying about the the who they talk to. Because mm-hmm. that's where the that's where the crime is. Yeah, exactly. And whether they told Trump. Yeah. See, they should have just kept their fucking mouth shut. Okay, so um, we were really hoping that something was going to come down last Wednesday, the day after election day. Mm-hmm. We were hoping Friday morning we were all going to wake up to news from Mueller. Well, we we still haven't woken up to that yet. It's coming any day. I feel it. Yeah, and and I to me the Corsi thing was like I absolutely believe it's that's okay. gonna happen. I, look, I, I I'm putting a little stock in uh, Natasha Bertrand's um, uh, uh, debunking possible debunking of the the Corsi situation. Well, she didn't debunk it. She just said be be careful. Uh, well, possible yeah. debunking. Yes. Yeah, she was just mm-hmm. she's doing what a good journalist does. Yeah, because but, good journalists don't do radio shows on Infowars.com like <laughs> Corsi. Corsi. Can, 
Kendall. Corsi or Corsi? Am I pronouncing it wrong? Like I pronounce everybody's names wrong on this show. It's Corsi. Okay. It really doesn't matter because he's <laughs> going to prison, but he'll, he can write a book there. Ken Delanian seemed pretty sure though. Yeah, that's right. Ken Delanian was he, in, in the same segment and yeah, he did not throw any water on it. Yeah. And, and he is a very upstanding reporter. Yeah. And he, uh, he was the one I actually saw breaking the story. So that was great news. You know, I think part of why these guys, why they were so careless is that, I mean, imagine if you've done something for 40 years and never paid any consequences. Mm -hmm. Corsi's been around forever. So has Roger Stone. Because I was trying to figure out why would you be so stupid? And even, they even admit, like, Roger Stone even admits, like, yeah, I talked to Guccifer at 2.0. I'm like, what the fuck would you admit that? And then you've never been, they made sense. Well, look, they they obviously love the attention and- uh, Exactly. Maybe they think that they're above the law or Trump's going to just clear or Kavanaugh is going to clear whatever they need to clear when it finally goes to the Supreme Court. All of the above. You're right. Yeah. That's exactly it. Well, Mueller's coming for him. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, he's a bonus. I When this whole thing started, I, I, I knew that Mueller would get, I, I knew he was going to get his man, but I never dreamed that someone like that. This is like, it's like you're playing a video game and you hit the bonus section. Like <laughs> Jerome Corsi, like who else can we get? The The NRA is another bonus section. Yeah. Unlock achievement. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? We're going to, no, yeah, like, no, for real, like the NRA is going down. Um, or at least the senior leadership is like with Maria Butina. All right. I, I haven't heard when her actual trial begins. Do we know that? Do that, we know that date? I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, we should find that out. Yeah, well, um, whatever. She, yeah, well, that's, that's important. how the NRA it's is going to go down. And it's, it's important, yeah. It, it could very well be 18 months away from her court date. Yeah, yeah. It's Oh, no, it's going to be a while. Well, I was exaggerating a little yeah. bit, but yeah. No, you're, no it is going to be a while. Mm-hmm. They're probably, probably trying to get her to talk as we mm-hmm. speak. So, yeah. How was your Veterans Day today? It was good. Uh, it was good. It, you know. Did you walk out in the rain today? Well, we didn't <laughs> have rain over here. Yeah, it's it's on the, almost on this side of the country. Every time you think there's like you hit rock bottom, there's a new low. This presidency, this this is in the top. I'm gonna say the top seven. And it got no play on the news today. In case you're not sure what we're talking about, we're recording this podcast on Veterans Day 2018, and the person who holds the office of president could not be bothered to step outside and go to Arlington National Cemetery to pay tribute to our fallen soldiers. He stayed in the White House tweeting. Did you did you watch a lot of news today? Cuz I saw, honestly I saw it on every show. They were slamming him like well, I guess maybe I didn't watch a lot of news today. Oh no, it's okay. No, I watched I mean I heard I heard the story on the news, but I I mean, okay, I'm getting to the point though. Yeah. What if Obama stayed in the White House and just ignored Veterans Day? What would what would the right have done to him? Yeah, I was. So th- this is why. Yeah, yeah, it's on the news, but it was just another story on the news today. I hear you. Yeah. So what the hell? No, you're right. Like it, you're right, and it was on like every show. But I hear what you're saying. Like it was not on obviously Fox, and no, I mean that that's Obama would be impeached. He yeah. would have been impeached if he ignored Veterans Day. The yeah. one thing you cannot do in this country is disrespect the military, and for the president to. Nah, it's raining. I'm going to stay inside. What the hell? Come on. Yeah, so Trump went over to, to France. Uh, and for, yeah, well, He did the same thing in France. Yeah, for... And he was back in D.C. today, and he did it today in D.C. Oh, I thought we were still talking about France. No, yeah, he, he did it today in D.C. No, yeah, I, I group it all together. It's all it's all the same tragedy. Yeah. Yeah, He, he went first he went to France, and he like slept in 
He skipped. Yeah, he skipped the World War One Memorial. He skipped Europe's Rem- Remembrance Day. He skipped America's Veterans Day. So the thing about him doing he was all- in Europe for it. Yeah, but I thought a lot about this. It's a couple of things. I mean, we don't really know why he's doing it, but I think I think there's some real going down, and I think he doesn't want to be in public. That's that's. Mm-hmm. I I think that's what it is. They said the thing about the hair. He didn't want his hair wet. Maybe, but no, something else is going on because. Yeah, he, his whole his whole family's about to get indicted. That's what's going on, and he knows it. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Yeah, he's he's he didn't show up at Arlington. Nah, some sums up, and I don't know what it is. And I'm not like like I tell you, like I do goof on a lot of people who think like they know what's going on with the Mueller investigation. Like that's a big thing now. Like no, like no one knows what's going on, but something is up with him. Because mm-hmm. he could have easily shown up and even given like some bad speech, like ruined it. He wouldn't care. Well, it's Veterans Day. It would be there would be no social norms broken if he just walked out there and didn't say a word and just paid respect. Yeah, I was thinking. He didn't even have to give a speech. He just had to show up. Yeah, I was, I was thinking a lot today about how the right is they're they're like fetishizing of the military. It's always been like really strange to me mm-hmm. as someone who like like I admire I admire our military like most Americans. Like I never met one person who wasn't who like bash the u.s military they might disagree with actions mm-hmm. but it's not like back in the day where people like were angry at you know the soldiers themselves like it's that vietnam stuff is over mm-hmm. but there's something like weird like about in third world dictatorships the military becomes this this object of it, it is like a fetish mm-hmm. and that's what the right does the way they even like on twitter you ever seen like oh yeah back, or like with they do the same thing with cops back the blue come on you know like, how much time i spent on uh, ben shapiro's website yeah, all of those people are like that. They absolutely it's, fetishize the military. It's, it's it's a little creepy at, at certain points. No, it's it's and they have only people who have never been in the military do shit like that. So I'm, why is it then okay for Trump to ignore and skip Veterans Day? Why do they all give him a free pass for that? Well, I'll do you one better. There are six thousand troops who are standing on an empty border who are gonna miss they're gonna miss Thanksgiving. With their families, they don't get paid any extra. I read that. They don't get combat pay when you're deployed because mm-hmm. they're not in combat. They're going to be fucking standing there doing nothing. No, they're not going to be doing nothing. They're going to be pointing guns at women with their babies. <laughs> you're right. They are going to be doing that Yeah, for, for five minutes. But the rest of it, they're there indefinitely. Mm-hmm. And those that caravan of, of uh, people, of, of um, refugees, they're not going to be there for what, a month? I, I, so what are they doing like right now? Mm-hmm. That's... It's it's such a bad situation. Yeah. <laughs> Give us your tired, you're poor, you're hungry. Yeah. But don't be, have brown skin and don't come through Mexico. I heard some I heard that they were guarding a, a Whataburger. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I heard they said some of the troops are like right by this Whataburger. <laughs> I hope okay, one hold on. Not being from Texas, I didn't realize this until the election. Hmm. I, I guess all of uh Beto O'Rourke's imagery for his campaign was all like stolen from Whataburger. Really? Yeah, it was. They used the same font, same colors, like this black and white design. Yeah, somebody okay. I saw it on my Facebook timeline. Yeah. You have to be from Texas, I guess, to understand what what a burger is. I guess that's the in and out of Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I haven't been to one myself. But. I haven't, but you know, the Texans probably haven't been to In and Out. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty clear with this election that the Republican Party can no longer win unless they cheat, basically. Mm-hmm. And well, it's been right? like that for a number of elections now, but yeah. It was, but now it's it's really clear. Like they they didn't win. The only shit they won in this, they straight up cheated, 
or like maybe even with the Beta O'Rourke, like I'm kind of wondering now, maybe they can pull it off a little bit in some areas, but the future is very dim for them. Yeah. And that's actually, I got to be honest, as much as I don't like them, that's not a good thing. One party rule is never, no. is never good. And there used to, like I was watching before you came in, I was watching Chuck Hagel mm. t- talk. I don't know if you remember him. He was a Republican senator. Yeah. So I'm like, what happened to that guy? Like, I, you could admire that guy if, if you didn't agree with him. Mm. He was talking about how much, how pissed off he is at Trump because he's a he's a combat veteran. Yeah. That, that's like like well, people. Those Republicans are are being pushed away, pushed yeah. out of the party. I, I never had any problem yeah. with those guys. Mm. I, I mean, just, look, John McCain was the perfect example one. of that, right? And then uh, someone we uh, we briefly spoke to. Now this is not a politician; it's a huh. journalist. Jennifer Rubin from the Washington Post. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you read her column, it says conservative, conservative columnist. Yeah. And yeah, there's a whole campaign on the right that she should not be allowed to call herself a conservative. She seemed a little shy. I remember that. Like I, yeah. just my that was my impression of her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that's she was nice. She let us take her photo. She, she let you take her photo, she right? Let me take a photo of her. Yeah. No, that was cool though. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I think I mm-hmm. might have stepped out for that, mm-hmm. but that seemed like a nice woman. And mm-hmm. I mean, look. Hey, at least she's gotten a lot of. She's on TV a lot. Yeah. It's a good, good thing for her. But no, that gets back to um, the, the people on the right that you do respect, even if you don't share political beliefs with them. You respect them. Right. Those types are are not welcome in Trumplandia. Right. They're the party of white. It's a white identity party now. Yeah. They're right wing extremists, and um, yeah. Oh, when did white dude become a racial slur? <sighs> we don't need to get into that. Uh, I, white white dude is a racial slur. I, yeah, that happened on my Facebook page this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do a bonus episode where we just talk <laughs> about your Facebook okay. page. That that once we start, no, you know what we should do is unlock. <laughs> you can only unlock that when you become a subscriber. Or when we okay, let's do it that <laughs> we'll, way. All right, we'll do um. <laughs> Yeah, those are yeah, subscriber exclusives watch, to Molar Time Podcast. Watch the subscribership go down to zero once they hear the bonus episode. They're like, oh, you know, thanks that. a lot. All right, thanks no, no. for your support there. That was my page. Okay, <laughs> that was my page. Um, so I think we should get to um, one Matthew Whitaker. Oh yes, let's let's move on. The Kingpin. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, R.I.P. Um, Stanley passed away. Yeah. Since I brought the, up the Kingpin, an American legend has passed away. Yeah, he was um, he was a great guy. And he sure was. We could really use a, a superhero right now, I'll tell you. Yeah, we, we really could. <laughs> I pointed this out earlier this evening that um, if a, a particular last president was still in the office, the White House Twitter account may have paid a nice tribute to Stanley today, but that did not happen today because that person is no longer in the White House. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he he's an American legend. A, a normal uh, White House would have absolutely written a, yeah. a statement. Look, in the 60s, Stan Lee and Marvel Comics were not uh, not afraid to take a stand on social issues. Yeah, so uh, Matt Whitaker, the uh, the kingpin or Mr. Baldman or what are some other... Uh, he, you know, I was thinking when I looked at him, he looks like a guy in your high school who would just crash into you and just keep walking, like that guy, <laughs> and like not say, not apologize. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, has he yet gotten all of uh, Mueller's files, every bit of evidence that he's collected. Has he has he been able to obtain that yet? That's the big scare about Whitaker, is that he'll be able to take everything that Mueller has found and give it to Trump to be shredded. I don't know where we're at with that or if, yeah. if we'll even find out. Um, but I'm actually very confident that Mr. Whitaker uh, is not... I don't think this thing is going to play out the way they wanted. Mm-hmm. I think he's, he's definitely dangerous. 
Yeah. But I think once again, Trump is playing one or zero dimensional chess. <laughs> yeah. He could have picked, I, there's a lot of loyalists. He could have reached down there and found somebody. Well, like Whitaker though is being called uh, the interim director. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got the interim title. He doesn't have the full job. I know Chris Christie's name is being bounced around for attorney general now. Right. Like there's so many people like Chris Christie you could have reached towards, but you picked a guy who at this very moment may be under federal investigation. Look, come on. Trump had to pick him. He did nothing but go on TV kissing Trump ass for months and months and months. So, of course, he got the job. Chris Christie, say what you will about Chris Christie. He doesn't just 100 percent kiss Trump's ass. No, I mean, he he's a he's a smart player. So he kind of, if he was smart, he'd stay away from Trump. But, mm. you know, these guys are. Mm-hmm. I don't think Whitaker understands, like, he's going to go to jail behind this. Mm-hmm. He, he could just as easily be indicted. Well, look, everything Trump needs him to do is obstruction of justice. Right, like, like it's even his appointment is highly contested. Yeah, he wasn't he supposed to have some sort of Senate or congressional approval? That never happened. No, they went through like five steps to find him that you're five layers that you're supposed to first find somebody else. So they're going to they're going to sue them in court. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, yeah, he's dangerous. Mm -hmm. But no, like Mueller has this covered. He thought of stuff like this. The way I look at Trump and his situation, it's like he's in a maze and every no matter where you go, it all ends in the same place. A guy with handcuffs. Or the end of his presidency, or whatever you use your own metaphor. Yeah. There's no running away from it. He fired Comey, so he got Mueller, and he can fire Mueller. But then just something else will happen. The report will hit every newspaper. It's, it's, yeah. it, it's fucking over, Trump's man. Trump's going down, and I hope it's sooner than later. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Sessions uh, had his last day, though. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, he walked oh, out. SNL had fun with him the other night. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, Kate doesn't. McKinnon. I, she basically put the character to bed. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. They call it Rick Wilson calls it ETTD. You know, ETT. I don't. What's that? Everything Trump touches dies. Oh, yeah. You know, I have not heard that. It's it's true. It's what's going to happen to Whitaker. It's what happened to uh, everybody. It's going to happen to his kids. ETTD. Yeah. Look at Sessions. He top of his game, and now look at him. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at. Look, and he could easily get indicted too because he's part of this Russian well, mess too. Yeah, Al Franken exposed that. Remember when uh, Sessions was having his yeah. hearings, his uh, to get the job. Yeah, that's when uh, Al Franken exposed him. Yeah, which made him have to recuse himself, which pissed off Trump. And uh, Al Franken said they were actually friends, mm-hmm. so that must have been actually kind of weird. As he said, he genuinely liked Jeff Sessions as a person, which I find a little weird. But that might be a politician thing to say. You know, I don't think so. I, I think he was very genuine when he said that. And this was way before that. He said, we like each other. He said that was mutual. Okay. But yeah, I agree with you. It, it could have been. Yeah. But I mean, look, I mean, you can Google the photo sessions with the, <laughs> with the Make America Grading I had. He was the first one. He sure was, yeah. Stuck his neck out. Yeah. And now look at his ass. Mm-hmm. E-T-T-D. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Yeah, so... Florida is, uh, you know, they're still doing their thing down there. Oh, yeah. Now Trump doesn't want any um, outstanding ballots counted. Yeah, he's trying to, on Veterans Day, he's trying to block members of the military from having their vote counted. Now, um, we will have to point this out. Trump, I don't think, necessarily realized that the votes still coming in are from military. I think he was just saying, no more ballot. It has to only be the votes that came in on that date. I think he's just stupid, too stupid to realize 
that's how soldiers vote overseas deployed yeah, soldiers. You, you could have stopped your whole sentence that Trump didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, right. just, true. <laughs> and just play, yeah. Yeah, well, he, to be fair, I mean, this dude literally flew to France to sit in his hotel room and just watch TV. Like, yeah. the the laziness never, I, I just, I'll never get used to it. I'll never get used to that level of laziness. No. Maybe as someone who does work, I, I work, you know, a lot, long hours and stuff, and so do you. That type of laziness, I just, it's really always bothered me when I see that, and especially somebody like that. It's the president doing it. Right. That's so frightening. So sad. Right. Like the dude had today, again, no public events, right? Like no, nothing listed. Well, it's okay to do that when you're a white president. <laughs> he skipped Arlington. Like you said, I've never been that guy who says, like, I've never been that guy who posts on his Facebook page, imagine if Obama. But I did it for this one. Yeah, come on. What if Obama said, oh, I'm not going to go observe Veterans Day? Arlington National Cemetery. He couldn't even show up. Yeah. Wow. Lawrence O'Donnell pointed out that it's walking distance from the White House. Okay, I'm, let's, we'll give Trump some benefit of the doubt. It's walking distance for a non-obese human. <laughs> All right, so uh, Jim Acosta. Oh. <laughs> Jim Acosta. Stop. Jim Acosta was on fire the other day. I had to get to this. Mm. Jim Acosta has been banned from the White House. Yes, he which sure is, was. Which is Ill- illegal. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. CNN uh, is hopefully is going to sue mm-hmm. because that's uh, illegal. We pay their salary. You can't fucking ban a journalist yeah. from our White House. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. But did you see that whole video? Oh, I sure did. Um, I definitely have an opinion on that too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, first of all, Trump manufactured the whole thing. Because Trump already knows that there's a contentious relationship with Jim Acosta. Mm. So a normal president has the option of just not calling on Jim Acosta. That's true. Trump called on Jim Acosta. He was the second reporter that he called on at this press conference. And he started interrupting Acosta right off the bat. Trump knew exactly what he was doing. Acosta, I don't want to say Acosta fell for it because Acosta was there trying to do his job, trying to ask questions and get these answers. But Trump deliberately set that thing off to make it happen the way it did. Because Trump knows when he fights with the press, Mm. his his, uh, cult followers love it. And after the shellacking that the the Republicans took on election day the night before, Trump had to do something. Yeah, he looked so so bad. He totally manufactured that whole thing to happen that way. But do you think the thing that happened where the the girl bumped into Jim Acosta's arm, you think he manufactured that? Or oh, that? you mean the instant replay that, you know, it's just like in professional sports. It's okay when we doctor the video and slow it up and speed it down to make him look bad. That was Kellyanne Conway's explanation. Um, wow. Okay. They're making a mountain out of a molehill out of that. Um, the, the, it's being played up that Jim Acosta put his hand. Okay. Sarah Huckabee Sanders tweeted that Jim Acosta put, you can't put your hands on a White House intern. Well, here's what I have to say to that. How many hands does Jim Acosta have? Because one hand was holding the microphone the whole time. So he could not have put his hands, plural, right. on the intern. And, you know, the, he, he didn't hurt her. He didn't, he didn't, he did not accost her. Excuse yeah. the pun. Acosta's sharp. I mean, yeah. you can, I, I have my maybe disagreements about how he goes about his, whether, it's serving any purpose, but I certainly don't care if he fights back against these people. No, no, no. And he and he's smart. He he totally when that woman was trying to grab the mic out of his 
arm in some 1984-type move, which is totally bizarre. Mm. She accidentally kind of crashed into him, and he said, excuse me, ma'am. Okay, like, he was just, totally polite. Let, let's just like not let this slide. There is a person that the White House instructs to take microphones away from journalists. Yeah, they had like their little Nazi out there, like yeah. the, the brunette girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that was pretty crazy, so I hope they sue him. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. So the, the scary thing about that, though, was then InfoWars, excuse me, um, this guy Paul Joseph Watson, who works for Info, he works for InfoWars, right? He created a fake video of Acosta, like, assaulting her, which obviously didn't happen. And the White House sent that video out to the whole world. Yeah, the White House is retweeting InfoWars. Let yeah. that sink in. Gay frogs, crisis actors, InfoWars. I'm sorry, did you just say gay frogs? Yeah, that's one of uh, uh, Infowars like infamous stories. Oh, that's that's an Infowars story. Like, I don't, don't even make me get into it. But yeah, they they scare you with gay, gay frogs. The frogs are being turned gay because of chemicals or something. Oh, that's, that's good. You know, now come on. How, I'm sure our audience knows the gay frogs Infowars story. So um, on that note, so Axios just dropped this uh, <laughs> this awesome article. Democrats have at least 85 subpoenas queued up. Oh, wow. I didn't hear the story yet. Oh, my God. Well, you have to scroll down because it just keeps... It's all the investigations that are going to open up on oh. Trump. It's unbelievable. I did, and, uh, is Maxine Waters' subpoena of the of the tax returns at the top of the list? The tax returns are up there. Yeah. Uh, there there's so much stuff there, though. I, I did put it up on the Mueller Time Facebook page. But you can't even believe what's on that list. How great will it be if Maxine Waters is the one that actually gets the tax returns? That would just be some... Beautiful poetic justice. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. It sounds like while it is, yeah, no, oh my God. Well, I'm just uh, in case anyone's not aware, she will be the head of the Ways and uh, Ways and Means Committee, and those are the people that can submit the tax returns. Yeah, it's the bug out actually, and I think like Treasury, can, I think like I'm, I'm sure like more than one could probably get the returns <laughs> if they want to. Like, well, yeah, I want to see Maxine Waters be the one right now. Look, ask me next week. Maybe I'll have a different favorite politician to get it. But the beating that she takes, the racist attacks yeah. that she gets, yeah, let's see her get those tax returns. Yeah, they're they're ready to go. They have stuff that I forgot about, like Scott Pruitt, just Tom. Uh, that guy was the doctor, the health guy. Uh, Wait, which well, doctor? Ronnie Jackson or the crazy doctor in New York? They they do they do have Ronnie Jackson there too. But no, Tom Price, the guy was briefly the. Um, I forget they had him up there in one of those. Ronnie cabinets. Jackson was just handing drugs to everybody right yeah he's definitely got to get investigated but you you but you wouldn't believe this list i mean it's it's crazy yeah, i guess i should go look at our facebook page and read it you have to click keep clicking down like more and there's right. just yeah it's right. uh absolutely wild 85 subpoenas wow I mean, and that's not even, even Axios is like, that's not the full extent of it. And almost any one of them can put them away for good. It, I, I'm just curious. I, I'd be interested to know the manpower, how that works and how, because they have to go about their business of, of legislating, doing their job. Oh, can we get back to one? Uh, you said manpower. That reminded me of something. Today, again, we mentioned was a federal holiday. Mm-hmm. Mueller's team worked today. That was a news story yeah. today. That Mueller's team did not take Veterans Day off. No, Mo- well, I've often said that's what's often made me laugh is that Trump takes all this time off and Mueller never does. And you can see how it's paying off. How much time a day does um, does Mueller have in executive time? And Mueller's a combat veteran. 
That's the best thing. If anyone should have taken today off, the guy who was shot in Vietnam, mm-hmm. as opposed to the guy who got a bowling participation trophy. Um, yeah, Mueller, they say he gets to the office around uh, 7, 7.15. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's there till 7 or 7.15. Probably. Later. And and everybody in that what do they they probably sleep four hours five hours a night if they're lucky, yeah. um, isn't that funny? Those are American heroes we're speaking of. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of which, uh, California has pretty much been on fire as as you know. We can smell it from where we are. Fortunately, it's not right here. No, it wasn't as bad today, but all weekend it smelled like a campfire all through Hollywood. Yeah. Which is why it was so it was so just unbelievable to see what um you know who you know he blamed us for our, you know like forty people have died. It's just another impeachable thing. Throw it up there on the list. Well, look, California did not vote for Trump. We are not his people. Yeah, he wants to see us burn. Keep that in mind, Californians. Your president does not like you because you didn't vote for him. It was kind of a trip though to realize like I've never had to have that realization that I might be like on my own like you never think that a president won't look out for you yeah. never well the, yours doesn't right like even like bush who like i thought he was the worst president till till this guy mm. but i never thought if something like it happened bush wouldn't try to help i know he might fuck it up but he would at least try yeah i mean this guy to insult people mm-hmm. wow yeah and now i don't have the tweet in front of me but the tweet was like just factually incorrect anyway yeah of yeah. course mm-hmm. Now, later in the day, the same day, there were um, a couple heartfelt tweets wishing the best to the victims of the fires in California. Obviously, Trump didn't <laughs> write it, but it did come from his account. Yeah. 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 That was that other. I mean, he has a couple people who have access, but he was asleep for sure. Yeah. That, that was definitely the let's try to fix this tweet. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I guess for what I'm understanding, Paul Manafort is um, they're saying he's not providing Mueller what he needs. Oh, he's not being cooperative anymore. Well, Mueller thinks he's hiding something, which makes sense because that's kind of his M.O. Every time he's given them something, remember the first time he got arrested and he was writing a... Oh, yeah. No, that's... Yeah, he was trying to get messages back and forth. He was trying to tell people, like, don't talk to Mueller. And then he actually... This guy is... Well, that's why he got put away without, uh, you know, he didn't get... He didn't have house arrest and he got moved to a different jail. Well, also because he wrote an op-ed column. (laughs) He wrote an op-ed column while he was like in... Basically, like under surveillance and house arrest, which was actually kind of funny, to be honest with you. Like that's that's hilarious. So it sounds like he's this guy is some he he is really trying to hide something. All right. Well, what do you think it is? What's he hiding? I think basically what I mean, it he's is, already behind bars. What does he have to lose? You know what I think it is. I think basically Paul Manafort doesn't want him and his family to get killed, okay. and he knows that they will kill, absolutely kill his family. And whoever else, whoever he owes money to, mm-hmm. it may also be that he doesn't even know. And this, they've said this about Trump too. They may not even know the people who have dirt on them because they've done so much dirt. Because mm-hmm. I was just, I'm reading this book called The Apprentice by this guy Greg Miller, who was at, who writes for the Post. Yeah, you've mentioned this book a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, and uh, he he was talking about Manafort. I mean, the guy is, it's like he's like kind of an amazing character. He has been. He has done dirt with so many third world dictators and he's a really smart guy. That's part of why he. Yeah. You know what? His family might have to go into the witness protection program. I, they absolutely, I hope they have protection right now. Yeah. I I really hope they do. This guy is a piece of work. Okay. Hold on a second though. I don't understand how maybe the witness protection program would even work for 
Manafort's family. Because, look, I'm sure there's too many spies on the inside anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's like better than not being in the witness protection, but. Well, okay. But, but yeah, yeah, I'm sure you can still. I mean, look, his crimes are at such a high level and right. uh, the, the highest level of our law enforcement is investigating it. Uh, yeah, I don't, you know, when you got someone like Whitaker now as the attorney general, yeah. you're going to find out um, if Mueller, or excuse me, if Manafort's family goes into the witness pro- protection program. There is no witness protection program for them. Yeah, I mean, un- until we get a stable government back in there, that mm. that's true. Yeah, but that's that that apprentice book is really good. I've, I, I mean, it's I'm slow. I'm like a slow reader because I don't have that much time, but it, it's uh, definitely worth reading. Yeah. Oh, there's another new book out that I, I we should both get. Uh. Seth Abramson's book is oh, out. Yeah. Now we've read his book already because it's just his tweets, but then there it's all there together in, in one book. So he he took all his tweets and put them in a book. Yeah, basically. Oh, that's an interesting idea. It is, yeah. So you don't have to, it doesn't, does the book open with thread in capital letters? <laughs> Mega Me- thread. Yeah. <laughs> Mega book. Now everybody does that? Like everybody? Yeah, well, like Seth Abramson taught political Twitter how to thread your tweets. And so we, you got to give him some credit for that. I have this thing like, because I'm a writer, I have this thing about my feeling about the Gettysburg Address because and the way people write. Because the Gettysburg Address is the is probably like the best speech ever given in America, American politics anyway. And it was two minutes long. So when I see someone like rant like on Twitter with this like thirty five page thing, I'm like, you, couldn't you have like shortened that a little bit? Well, yeah. Like it's it's weird how people equate length with quality. Mm. It's true. Like when you see things go viral on Facebook, I mean, didn't you learn not to do that in sixth grade? Yeah, I thought I, I I thought that's what everybody's sixth grade teacher taught them in writing. Like it, length does not equal quality. I don't remember what happened in sixth grade. Yeah, I don't. Either but but it's I'm just it guessing could be. that's the grade where you learn. It could that. be. Well, I was I was always the best writer, so okay, yeah. So you you never had that problem. I used to be able to, dude. This is this is absolutely true. I once wrote a paper in class, not even listening. Like I was writing with one hand and doing something else, <laughs> and my buddy had spent weeks on the same thing and of course i got an a and he got a c it was just yeah, that that shows just your writing skills you're yeah a good writer yeah. yeah and of course writing in pencil <laughs> turning it <laughs> wow i don't i don't own pencils anymore yeah that was good so yeah man i don't know if did you see the thing that happened with the kids um so the school in what is it baraboo, baraboo? yeah i never heard of it but it's in wisconsin yeah so baraboo wisconsin i, I was Oh, man. Yeah, I saw that this morning. So the entire senior class uh, of Baraboo, Wisconsin? No, only the boys. Just the boys? Yes, not the entire senior class, just the dudes. The white dudes, just the white dudes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, though. It's it's still, it's, it's basically the senior class. It's not the girls, yeah. fair enough. So it's half of the senior class threw up a Nazis salute. There is one kid... If you look at the picture, and um, he defended himself today. Yeah. There's the kid that's at the top right is not giving the salute. And um, someone from the Young Turks was tweeting about this. He had a, a mega t- a mega thread tweet uh, about the entire situation. And as he was putting these tweets out, students from the school started writing to him. The kid who was in the top right wrote and said uh, he was, he's been bullied by almost everybody in that picture for the whole time he's been in that high school. 
and he blamed it on the photographer. The photographer told them to all put up the Nazi salute. He refused to do it, but he couldn't step out because the photographer's there just taking pictures. And you see the kid up there with his hands by his side. Yeah, we so we really need to have an FBI investigation into this town. I mean, they need this is a this needs a law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Uh not because taking a picture is illegal, but that I've never seen anything like that. Well, if you read this um I I will put the this thread on yeah. our Facebook page. Um, there were letters from girls from this high school that were they were writing to the Young Turks tweeter and uh, just describing how they would try to report harassment and just racially charged incidents to the, the school's faculty, and they all got blown off. Oh, you can't prove it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the girls was complaining about how right after the 2016 election, students were running around saying white power. And they were told, well, that's their first or that's their that's their constitutional right. Yeah, I mean, this this Nazi thing is way out of control, but no one's ever seen anything like that photo. Never. You know what? In honor of Stanley, let's all go punch a Nazi today. Hey, I mean, look, they're the ones who they started it, like they say, when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the when I when you look at that photo, what is your reaction supposed to be exactly? I mean, and I hope there's consequences there mm-hmm. for those kids. Look, yeah, yeah, let's find out the names of every single one of them. And every time they go on a job interview, every college they apply to, let's make sure those admissions experts at these or admission. What's what do you call the person who does admissions at a college? Make sure they all see that photo. I mean, look, here's the thing. I, I look, I believe in second chances, but until I, I've heard what happened there, I don't get. Okay, sure. Yeah. They can get a second chance. You don't just get a second chance, though. Make them earn it. Oh, big time. Yeah. That's the thing. Like a lot of people were just like expel them, but I was like, no, they need to learn something. Well, yeah, sure. They can like, get their second chance, but that doesn't right. mean that this gets swept under the rug. They, they, I'm serious. Like they literally need the FBI down there because yeah. if they did that that openly, what else is going on in that town? Look, read this thread. You're, you'll read all kinds of scary things that happen at this school to um, kids that are different. Yeah. That aren't like white dudes. Speaking of which, we're uh, looking for sponsors. Um, <laughs> if you want, if you enjoy your ad being between a discussion about white Nazis and uh, the Mueller investigation. Hey, you, we got listeners top twenty on the iTunes chart. Right. Yeah, yeah. we hit the top twenty uh, right next to uh, Pod Save America, <laughs> and we have one. Uh, we have one sponsor in the works right now, uh, which is awesome. Yeah. But anyone else who's interested. Uh, you can find us on the Muller Time Facebook page, Muller Time Pod on Twitter, or the Muller Time Podcast at Gmail, yeah. if you prefer the more covert way of contact. Gmail. Yeah, because using Google is a covert way of communicating. Do you have anything you'd... No, I covered everything. I brought some notes, and we, we got to everything in my notes. You you had one thing written on a piece of paper. Oh, well, we got to it. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, oh, there was one more thing. Yes. Right. I went to the protest oh that's right uh um, was that protect wednesday? protect that, muller that was wednesday night right yes yeah when whitaker was appointed which i'm very glad i went it was when i got there because i wasn't able to get there at the beginning it was kind of clearing out but it was it was cool i'm glad i was there and you went to uh the city hall one downtown la okay because it was happening in every major city across the country yeah it was not a small thing there were you're right there were people and they were everywhere yeah uh so yeah i went to, i went to protect muller and uh, I'm glad I went. It was very interesting. There's a lot of groups who show up at those things. Were there any uh, agitators there, counter-protesters? 
No, no. There were some there were some weird people though. Yeah. Well weirdos love to show up to things like protests. Yeah, there was some guy from some I mean, I'm not gonna give him a plug. It was just some far left wing group who was like talking to me a little too long and I was like yeah, I really don't want to be like on an FBI watch list because <laughs> some guy because they took a photo of me talking yeah. to you. So I was like, actually, at one point, I just said something that made no sense and just kind of ran across the street. Good, that's what you have to do. To those people. Yeah, I grab I grab my friend. I was like, yeah, we have to we have to go. I I had a, an incident like that at Politicon. So yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know the feeling. Otherwise, um, we're gonna be catching you guys uh, next week as always. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in once again. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.